You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Boom! DDT! Nothing, man. It's a brisk uh, fall evening here in Peoria, Illinois. How's it going in Denver? It's a somewhat a brisk evening. Yeah, it's not too bad here. Or'd you qualify as brisk? Uh, I don't know. I don't ever look at the weather, but it's hoodie weather. Nice. Um. So I gotta ask. Uh, I just I had time to catch the South Park episode. Um. And they're talking about these scooters that are everywhere. So that, that's really going down in Denver? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, so apparently this is, like, the only city. Like, this has been going down. According to list drivers, this has been going down in other cities. But, like, we have, like, four or five different companies that just sprouted up over the summer that do these scooters. And you unlock them, like, by uh, doing one of those uh, scans on your phone, like of those weird barcodes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you unlock it that way, and then, yeah, you, you can just cruise around anywhere. And you and just, it just charges you, like, how far you go, or how's that work? I think it charges you by time, but I'm not positive. And then do you just drop it off somewhere? Yeah, so people are just leaving them in random spots. <laughs> so you just leave them wherever? Yeah, straight up. And then when you need one, you just find one wherever you can find one and plug in. Yeah, actually my Lyft app has a new tab that says, Ride a scooter. Oh my god, this is insane. I, I figured it was real because of the episode. I was like, this has to be a real thing. Oh, it's, it's terrible too, like... People will ride them on the sidewalk. People will ride them in the streets, like down busy streets and shit. Like someone's about to get hit by a car. People are going to get sued. Are they popular? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, they're all over the place. Like, I, I, I've, I've been lazy. I'm like, hmm. I come across a scooter and I might ride that sucker home. But uh, I, I haven't up until now just because... I had a old iPhone that would not read those barcodes. Otherwise, I, I might have ridden one myself. But I don't know if I can bring myself to ride one, dude. It, for liability reasons, they claim, or at least uh, one that I saw, claims that you're supposed to have a license and a helmet. 
<laughs> so you got to bring your helmet along with you everywhere you go. Yeah, I haven't seen one person wearing a helmet. So you haven't ridden one yet? No. How fast do you think they go? Probably about 10, 10 to 15 miles an hour. Okay, but they're driving them in the streets like cars. They'll try to use a bike lane or something. Oh, God. But they'll, like, weave through traffic sometimes looking like jackasses. Like, oh, yeah. someone, with, someone with road rage has got to just, like, go off on one of these guys. Yeah, on the South Park episode, Mackie's always driving, and he's like, one, just people just keep running into him on those scooters, and they just say, <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> That's too funny, man. Yeah, it made me think, yeah, I knew that had to be for real. Um, so did you see uh, Derrick Rose, the old hometown hero of the Chicago Bulls, did you see the, the highlight reel yet? Hit 50 points last night. I saw, man. I saw. That's that's awesome. I've always been a huge Rose fan. He was one of the main reasons that I got back into basketball was watching Derrick Rose and like his career's been in the like in the shitter kind of. Yeah. You know, he he, he had signed with Cleveland last year for that minimum contract and then uh, got traded in the annual LeBron pleasing dump. Yep. He got traded to Utah and then waived by Utah. And uh, Thibodeau up in Minnesota decided to pick him up last year. And he did solid in the playoffs coming off the bench. Oh, yeah. I mean, during his run, like Derrick Rose was, I mean, those are my favorite basketball memories that I can remember fondly. Like, I remember Jordan and the crew, obviously, but like we were pretty little, you know. Um but yeah, the best basketball memories I have that I can remember good are, are D. Rose during his prime. Yeah, dude. The hype is real. Yeah, I miss it. Just just King and Funk. Like, that was just such a great era. Yeah. It's a shame. But yeah, that was really that was really cool to see. I'm glad that, uh, you know, like Luol and Taj were both there as well, former Bulls from that era. Yep. I don't know. I mean, Jimmy didn't play. I don't know if he was still present or not in the locker room. I don't know. I saw one locker room clip, but I did not see Jimmy. But he could have been there. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, they, and they won too. Like Andy had. I, I read some stuff about it. He like he had two crucial shots down the stretch, and he had a a block at the last second. He's like emotional and shit, you know. Yeah, it was an no. It was like I didn't watch it, but from the the clips, it looked like he did it in classic D Rose fashion too. Like it wasn't just fifty points; it was like just dribbling around and hitting the lane. Like it was sweet. Had that cheetah like speed back. Yeah, I mean some of it. And that uh, that uh, little uh, English English layup. Oh yeah, he was looking good. That's awesome. That's good to see. I, I hope he can continue it. So this is the... What are we on here? This is episode six? Seven. Seven? Seven. You sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right, you're right. So yeah, this is episode seven. If anybody likes to give us a follow on uh, Apple Podcast, iTunes, or the Instagram. Um, 
I thought this week of wrestling really kind of was shitty. What'd you think? (laughs) Pretty shitty, yeah. So I don't really want to... We'll go over Raw and SmackDown, but I don't want to go too crazy with it. Um, I want to go over Evolution for sure. I thought Evolution was a great pay-per-view. Where was it again? Uniondale? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, uh, Uniondale, which I think is Long Island. Okay. That's all Coliseum. Yeah, I recognize that. That might might ring more bells than Uniondale, New York. Yeah, I didn't recognize Uniondale, but then they were talking about the history of the building, and, like, they've been there a lot. Yeah, definitely. Once I said Nassau Coliseum, it kind of clicked for me. I'm like, oh, okay, that, that sounds familiar. But when it popped up at first as Uniondale, I'm like, where the fuck is this? Yeah. The uh the first I'm sure people say that too whenever uh SmackDown rolls through Peoria. Like what the hell is Peoria? Yeah. Well they haven't had a they haven't had a big show in Peoria in forever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's really pissing me off. They always just I mean they can't even like get a good crowd for the WWE live shows. So you can't blame them. Yeah, that's true. I mean they do okay, but like it's definitely not a packed house. Yeah. But yeah, the first thing I was excited to see So Evolution was WWE's first ever All-women's pay-per-view um, I was excited to see old Lillian Garcia was back Doing the ring announcing She only did some of it though, I think Yeah, they involved all the women Oh, did they? Okay She so had uh, the two other ones And I'm terrible with names Yeah, they, they don't do a good job Of promoting the new women's names like, I know Lily Garcia, and I've known her for years, and they, like, JR always used to promote her, they would even incorporate her in stories and stuff sometimes. Yeah. But these new chicks, like, yeah, they, they, they're not big on hyping their names, I don't think. No, there was two others, and then there was Lillian, right? I think so. Three total? Yeah. So, yeah, Lillian Garcia back, that was pretty sweet. The first, the crowd throughout the whole night was amazing. Oh yeah, the crowd was great. They they were, they were on board with everything from the start to the finish. Yep, especially that first match was super hype. Um, first match was uh, Trish Stratus and Lita versus um, Alicia Fox and Mickey James. Supposed to be uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James, but something happened there. I'm not sure if she got injured or what happened, but. They switched her out with Alicia Fox last minute. And they they also did that on Raw the next night. So I'm wondering, like, if they just want to go ahead with Alicia Fox just because, like, I mean, she's a better wrestler than Alexa, let's be honest. Yeah. I don't know. Alexa's been pretty... Sometimes Alexa makes me think maybe not. Like, she might be better than Alicia Fox. I don't know. But Alicia had that. Alicia did have an, a, a whoopsie of the week, uh, <laughs> if you will. Um, Samantha, my wife Samantha, said that should be one of our segments: the whoopsie of the week. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love that idea. No, I like that idea a lot. But this week's whoopsie of the week could be uh, so. There was a pin. I forget who it was, but Alicia Fox was supposed to break up the pin. She was a little late to the spot. And the old ref held that two count for about 45 seconds. Yep. <laughs> <It was laughs> One, two, and the 
breakup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but shit happens. That was a good match no matter what for sure. I thought it was an odd, uh, odd match to start with though. It was, but I think they just figured the crowd would definitely get hype. Yeah. I thought Trish and Lita looked pretty good. Lita's moonsault was sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her, her moonsault was still spot on. And, um... I can't remember right, because I think she did one on Raw as well. Uh, yeah. I think the one at Evolution, like, she does a pretty far moonsault. Always has. Yeah. Like, she's got those Gumby legs, and that, that it's, it's not like a Kidman <laughs> shooting star where it's nice and tight. She, she, she can clear some distance. Oh, yeah, she can go real far. And I think the one at Evolution, she, like, I can't remember, but did she over, did she overjump it a little bit? I don't know. I know Charlotte Flair overjumped the shit out of a moonsault in their match. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know if you're thinking of that. I can't remember. But, like, her long moonsaults, like, there's ones I can remember where they're almost, like, huge backwards handstands, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, just jump skyward backwards and then just do, like, a roll. Like, it, they're crazy. But, yeah, that was a sweet... That was, um... I don't, I don't know. I can't remember if she hit that one or not. I just keep thinking of the Charlotte one. I mean, she hit, she hit them both, but I remember the... One on Raw is like, holy fucking shit, that was an awesome moonsault. Like, that that was straight out of 2000. Yeah. So that, Matt, we yeah, both... Trish looked good, uh... D- despite our old, uh, uh, lyrics from when we were in a band in sixth grade, she did not do a Dudley Frog, or Dudley Dog. There was not, no. She does satisfaction now, because she's getting older, where it's just... She puts her feet on the top ropes. Yeah. She used to do a Dudley dog, which, if you guys do not recall Spike Dudley, he would grab you in a bulldog-type formation and then run towards the turnbuckle, run up each of the turnbuckles, and then flip you backwards with his feet, kicking little <laughs> kicks in the air little as kicks. he bulldogs you on the, on, the, on the mat. God, that guy was amazing. Yeah. He sold like a motherfucker. Like he looked like he got his ass whooped. Yeah. Like and I mean, that's just... what got him there too. Like that's what got him into ECW. Yeah. Like you, when you watched one of his matches, like you thought he was gonna die. Because <laughs> he's so skinny too. He's about five weight. Yeah. That guy was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good match. Trish and Trish and Lita won. Obviously, just give you a nice pop to start the night. Yep. And then they followed that one with a sweet Battle Royal. Like, I was excited for it. I know a lot of people hate on the Battle Royal because it's, you know, just something to display people. But uh, I was excited for it, and it turned out to be really good. Yeah, I don't know if they should have had all the uh, entrances that they did. Yeah, they did all 20. I mean, they did them fast, but they, they definitely did all 20. Yeah, I mean, for the spot, I, I can I can see why you know, like it's the first all women's pay per view, so they want to give every single woman that they can credit, so they're gonna let them enter instead of just having them already sitting in the ring like scrubs. Yeah, no, I get it too. It was totally because of the 
the show and <clears throat> the importance of it and everything. But they kept it short. I mean, honestly, it wasn't too bad. No, it's a 16 and a half minute battle royal, which is pretty classic. Yeah. And once they got down to the meat and potatoes, it was a good match. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, the the last couple people in that match, it was uh, Nia Jax, Ember Moon, Zelina Vega, who was sneaking outside as someone always does in a battle royal. Yep. And uh, who's the fourth person? Uh, Tamina. Oh, that's right, yeah. Tamina's looking good, too, in that. Oh, my, dude. Tamina versus Naya. I don't know if that's already happened, but that needs to happen for sure on the big level. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they were ever in NXT together or whatever. But that that definitely needs to happen. Nia was, or, uh, Naya was looking crazy when she did that gorilla press to uh, Vega. Yeah. That was solid. That looked badass as hell. <laughs> yeah, that, that was some big show antics, man. Yeah, Tamina, like, was wrestling stiff as shit. Like, she looked crazy in there. <laughs> like, if you if it was actual combat, that's who you'd be scared of. Mm-hmm. She's looking fierce. Yeah, she looked crazy in there, for sure. They did one of those big-ass suplexes, I remember, that they've been doing with the women. Like, an eight-person suplex. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that, was, that was the only spot that I wasn't huge on. I never really understand it. Like, it's it's just too showy, you know? Yeah. Like, for, for anyone who didn't see it, it wasn't like... It wasn't like a super-duper-plex off the top rope or anything where, like, someone's getting twice as high in the air. It was just... Someone goes for the suplex and gets in that classic suplex position. Then someone else came up like a chain and tried to suplex the suplexer. And this just kept adding on until there's like five people in a row just holding each other's uh, heads in a suplex position. And then four, uh, I think five women suplexed four other women or something like that. Am I correct? I counted eight people, but doesn't there have to be an odd number? No, it could have been eight, I think. Okay. I think there was eight, but um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like... Like, obviously, we all know what's going on here, but um, it's harder to, to suspend the uh, the disbelief. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. Yeah, because it, each person took, like, five seconds to link into that chain, so. Yeah, it's just not, it's not, uh, it's not realistic enough. And obviously, a lot of wrestling isn't realistic, and we play along, but um, that takes it a bit too far for me. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> same here, man. Same here. It's along the lines of those uh, 
in a ladder match where instead of climbing up the same ladder, we're just going to put up another ladder and reach from a further distance for the title belt, which makes absolutely no sense. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. The ladder match is full of those, really. Yeah. But that's for another day. <laughs> when is TLC? What part of year is that? That's go. I... I... I think I've heard them talk about it, so I'm pretty sure it's coming up probably before uh, the end of 2018. Really? Yeah, my guess would be is in December. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so yeah, those are two. Those are two really good. I mean, all the this is like this this pay per view was solid. Like all the matches were good. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't really shit on any of them. No. I mean, even. Even the May Young Classic, you know, that was still a, a solid match. That, that was next up, by the way. Second annual May Young Classic final round. Yep, Tony Storm versus, uh, did we did we figure out how to pronounce her name? Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Which, she was super cool. She did like a, like a, uh, everything. There's a ton of springboard. She was like AJ Styles out there. She was really using that springboard. Yeah. But she did a springboard moonsault type of deal that was awesome. Um The other girl was good too, Tony Storm. She was cool too. I was ignorant to both of these people, but I like them both. Yeah, like I mentioned last week, I remember Tony Storm from last year's May Young Classic and they mentioned that she went to the semis last year. I think lost to uh, Shayna Baszler. Oh okay. she's solid. She she's got the look. Oh yeah. She's got the charisma. Oh for sure. She's got the perfect look. Mm-hmm. Um She did like a oh she did a German suplex onto like the apron. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that that was raw, man. That was pretty cool. That was my favorite part of hers. And EO took it great, like that's that's gotta be real painful, like uh Oh for sure. Well, what's what's the lady announcer's name? I, I'm having a brain fart. Beth Phoenix. Oh, was it Beth or was it a uh, our regular gal? Oh, Renee Young. Yeah, well, it's either one of the two, but they 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 said straight away after it happened, like that's the hardest part of the ring right there. It's nothing but support and structure underneath, and I mean, you could hear it when EO landed on her back and her neck, man. Yeah, and it, it just looked <laughs> like. It's a small spot. It's between, you know, the ropes and nothing. You know, it's like the edge of the ring. Yeah. Uh, so it's small. Like, I don't know if the big guys could even pull that off. You got to be kind of tight, you know. That's a good point. But uh, before I forget, speaking of Beth Phoenix, so the dude, uh, Lucha Bear, follow on the gram. He makes t-shirts here, here in the hometown of Peoria, Illinois. Wrestling t-shirts. So get on there, give him a follow, buy a t-shirt. But he, a shirt that he made, Beth Phoenix was wearing all night at the uh, at the main announce table. Hell yeah, man! It was sweet. Well, what, now, what kind of shirt was it? Because she had a jacket on over it. It was the t-shirt. Like she even opened it up at one point and displayed it. Uh, yeah, but I still didn't catch a good glimpse, like, uh, but, it's a, I mean, it's a cool-looking shirt, I just didn't get a, a great look at it, you know? Yeah, it's a, uh, I'm pretty sure, let me look, 
I think it's like, uh, damn, yeah, let me look before I talk about it. I don't want to shit on his shirt. Uh, it's a Japanese female wrestler, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Which, you know, that's why she pointed it out because of the evolution and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. But I will figure that out before the end of the show. Um, so up next was the uh, six-woman tag. Sasha, Natalia, and Bailey versus Riot Squad. If anything takes a sandwich of the night, I guess that would be it. But like you said, like every match was solid. This was another 13-and-a-half-minute match, and I liked it overall. Oh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but the Riot Squad looked like... They looked really good together, I thought. Yeah, yeah, they're starting to form a little uh, chemistry for sure. And Sasha was taking... Sasha was back to her ragdoll roots from like when she used to wrestle Charlotte, and she was taking moves like a straight ragdoll and making everything look great. Oh yeah, like she was. Yeah, she was selling very well. Yeah, I think they just finally like I don't know the Riot Squad just finally looks really good together. Mm-hmm. Even though they've been you know they've been together for a while, and I always forget they're on Raw, right? Yeah, yeah. I also on my card thought they was on SmackDown. Had to cross it out and write Raw above it. I can never, I can never keep Riot Squad and uh, whatever pages stable was. I can never uh, oh, keep uh, those two now from being intertwined. Uh, absolute. It was an absolution. Yeah, that sounds right. There's so many, so there's so many Lucians. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep them straight. <laughs> um, Evolution, absolution, evolution. Yep. Uh, who was after? Oh, next was the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler and uh, uh, Kyrie Sane, which I, I really am starting to admire Kyrie Sane's uh, pirate gimmick. He had mentioned that when we were watching, like, what did you say? Like only she could pull that, that kind of uh, gimmick off. Yeah, I think so. Like, who else in WWE could pull off being a pirate in 2018? <laughs> yeah, I mean, imagine KO coming out looking like a pirate. Yeah, like it's just it's ridiculous. It's such an old feel. Like it feels like an old school wrestling gimmick. Um, but it's 2018, and she's pulling it off. Like totally pulling it off. Yeah, she just comes out with a ship's wheel or whatever. She came out with the belt in a, uh, in a, uh... Oh, yeah, in a treasure in chest. In a treasure chest. And they even claim that's where, like, she keeps it, like, all the time. Like, what the hell's the point of having a belt if you keep it in a damn treasure chest? Yeah. But, I mean, it was weird, but I kind of liked it. I liked everything about it. Like, I know, yeah. she, I know she's been doing it for a while, but it's just finally coming. It's really... It's it's uh, really becoming something I've uh, grown to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we don't w- regularly watch NXT or anything. You know, we might catch pay-per-views or something like that, but we don't get to see her on NXT. Nope, I don't watch. Yeah, all I have time for, like, I would watch more wrestling if I had more time, but I don't have any more time than just to watch the WWE shit. 
Yeah. I mean, it's already a lot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, confirmed that uh, Lucha Libre's shirt that uh, that Beth Phoenix wore is a Japanese female wrestler. It was it Io? Is it someone else? No, it was like um, Bull Nakano. I don't know if you pronounce it like that, Nakano. Okay. I don't know. Totally ignorant to this person. Is is, is she from uh, New Japan or? Let me check. She is from. She began competing in All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling (AJW). Oh, okay. So in 1994, she made her way to the World Wrestling Federation, where she feuded with Alundra Blaze. Oh, wow. So she's older. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. After holding... I, thought, I thought this is like another Kyrie Sane Asuka type, like uh, up-and-comer. No, no, no. This is a, le- this is a legend. A legend. Yep. So uh, eventually won the WWF Women's Championship. She also competed in WCW. Um, and then in 1998, began competing as a professional golfer, and in 2006, joined the lady, the LG, LPGA. Wow, that's yeah. random. Yeah, this this woman's a fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Let me go over the states and wrestle, and then hit up some hit up the links. Yeah, so we'll have to check her out for sure. Uh, next match was definitely the match of the night for me. Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Last woman stand, the first ever, or so they're saying, first ever last woman standing match. Um, Charlotte- I'll believe him on that. I don't think there's ever been one in WWE. I heard somebody uh, saying that's bullshit, but I don't remember who it was, so I don't know if it's uh, a reputable source. Ah. So, <clears throat> I'm not too sure about that either. But um, I, I don't remember it. So yeah, this it, it was real badass. So they 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 went all out. I was meant to ask you what was the what was the length on this sucker? Uh, twenty eight minutes forty one seconds on my clock. Nice. Yeah, this yeah. was this match was badass. This had a ton of huge spots. Um, multiple. Like I said, they they had a big they had a big table spot with Charlotte supposed to hit the moonsault on Becky through the table, but missed the table. Uh, still got Becky a little bit, so it didn't look terrible. And then she just set set it all back up and just ended up doing a senton. The match was so complex, I completely forgot that was in like the first ten minutes. Yeah, the table just just flipped on its side because she overshot it a little bit. Yeah, but like I said, she got a little bit of Becky, so it didn't look terrible. And that 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 move got me wondering, like, is that is that what you're supposed to do if you completely if a table spot like that you just hit the rewind essentially I mean I think they have freedom to pretty much you know like that's up to the wrestlers I, I don't know I think she just figured it, I'm fucked that I'm doing it again yeah I which mean, was a good good thing you know yeah oh yeah I mean there was a ton more like she there was a part where like Becky body slammed Charlotte onto a ladder that looked ridiculous that part looked really painful there was kendo sticks. Um, there was Becky Lynch off the top of the ladder, uh, leg drop. 
through the announce table on Charlotte. There's a spot uh, on the on the bare cement too, wasn't there? Mm, was there? I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing my wrestling. If there was, I don't remember. I remember them going outside of the ring for like a chop fest through the crowd. Yeah, yeah, crowd chop fest. Which get the woos going. Oh yeah, classic Charlotte moment where you could hear her saying something to Becky. Charlotte always talks way too loud in the ring. Oh, was she a little too audible again? Yeah. But um, she like started saying something and then just started yelling like a beast to try to cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But uh, I'm a huge Charlotte Mark and like, like I like she did great. Like I love when she starts selling like Rick used to sell, just like ridiculous. Like they can barely walk and they're just falling all over the place and. Lo- yeah, like when Rick would just get up, walk two steps, and then flop like a fish on his face. Yeah, she she doesn't <laughs> do that surprisingly. I've been, I've always been waiting for that. I, I think that'll come in time for sure. Do you know? Did you catch what she did at this this uh, match for the old, for an ode to to Rick? No, I mean I just remember the figure eight through the ladder, but not not that's not an ode to Rick. No, she. Uh, she like got on the um she got onto the outside like not not to the floor but still on the ring you know but on the other side of the ropes and yep. then like dogged it over to the corner and like got on the top of the you know got to the top of the ropes on the top rope and then Becky came over and just flipped her onto her back like you know it happened to Rick Oh god are you serious <laughs> Yeah it happened to Rick like every every time every match of his life you know <laughs> Yeah so yeah, yeah it, it got, with Rick, it got to the point where like when he was in WWE with the uh, Evolution, and even prior to that, uh, like every time he go to the top rope, Jr. King would be like, "Uh oh, yeah, no, this isn't gonna work out well." <laughs> yeah, what are you doing going up there, Flair? That ain't gonna work. Nope. But yeah, they did one of those, which I thought was pretty sweet. I, I, unless I miss it, I've never seen him do that yet. No, I don't think so either. But I'm down for more. Ric Flair antics and Charlotte's wrestling. Yeah, have you have, have you watched it for the, that match for a second time yet? I haven't. I probably will this weekend though. Yeah, I had to give it a second run. I liked it that much. It was like one of my favorite matches in a long time. I'm probably I might be overhyping it, but uh, I don't know why. I love that match. No, yeah, I I don't know if I downplayed that one a little bit right afterwards when we were talking, but in hindsight, yeah, I want to say that's. It's probably one of the uh, best matches since WrestleMania. Yeah, it was. It was, dude. It was awesome. That whole and not, not not to categorize, but it's definitely the best women's match I've ever seen. Oh yeah, it just like spot after spot and just kept going. And you like believed, you felt that they were like that. It was gonna be like last, you know, like you have to take it pretty far to get to the point where a last man or woman standing match is believable, you know. Yeah. And they definitely did that. But, uh, what'd you think of the ending? I loved it. I mean, like, it looked like it hurt like hell. Obviously, I mean, like, Becky wasn't really able to, like, power bomber. It was more like a drop. Yeah. But it didn't bother me. It looked, it looked hardcore. Like, when Charlotte hit, she hit her back and her head super hard. I thought it was a good way to 
to close it out. Now remind me of the context of that move. Oh, so like, like, like she, she, where were they? Uh, they were on the corner. There was a table set up, like, kind of where the the steel steps normally are. You know. Yeah. There was a table out there on the floor, and uh, I'm trying to remember who got up where. Oh, it looked like Charlotte looked like she was going for like one of her classic moonsaults to the outside. Uh-huh. And then Becky snuck up and got under her hips into like a power bomb position. So then, Becky was up on the apron and Charlotte was on the top rope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm remembering this now. Yep. And then she power bombed her through the table. Like I said, wasn't. I mean, it was a power bomb, but it was more like a drop. But it, it looked good enough for sure. Didn't bother me. Yeah, man. Uh. I was, I was just, like I, I said then, I was just surprised that Becky won that clean. Uh, you know, WWE traditionally has gone with a double, no one can answer the 10 count type thing. Just like, I thought that's a, that would have been a classic, easy way to keep this feud alive for another couple of months. Yeah, like... They, uh, Becky won clean. Yeah, in that sense, it did kind of like... It's not a bummer. Like, I like the way the match ended, but it's a bummer if that's the end of that feud. But, um, which kind of looks like it might be, by the way, by the way, uh, SmackDown went down. Um, but they could always re, they could always bring it back. You never know. For sure. But yeah. Yeah, uh, unfortunately that wasn't the, uh, main event of the night, but it, probably everyone's eyes it was. Yep, Becky wins that one after Charlotte can't get up for the 10 count, and then it goes to Ronda versus Nikki uh, for the WWE Raw Women's Championship, which was a surprise. I- <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. I had to go back and watch this one again because I got the old sleep attacks came up on me. Oh, yeah. They came hard. It was good. I mean, it was better, a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought Nikki did better than I thought she would, you know, but still, uh, the whole time I was pretty pissed that, you know, Charlotte and Becky weren't the main event. Yeah. It, it definitely... and this was only half the time of Charlotte and Becky's match, only 14 minutes. Yeah, they. I mean, they didn't deserve to be. I mean, I. I mean, it doesn't. I don't know what that means. I don't know who deserves what, but uh, <laughs> I don't know shit about how that works. But yeah, for me, the Charlotte Becky would have been a better choice. But Ronda's the big name, so I understand what they're doing. Um, so whatever. It like I said, it was better than I thought it'd be. Like at least they told a story. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, Bree got involved a couple of times with some dirty antics. Yeah. And there's a surprising amount of the crowd was going for Dickie. 
Yeah, they were. That was weird. And you had some children and some adults, you know? Yeah. Probably some hardcore marks that don't like Ronda being in the industry. Yeah, probably. But yeah, that that was that was evolution, man. Ronda wins via submission as you knew she would. Yeah, we I marked that one down before the the bell hit. <laughs> Winner by armbar, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. But yeah, the whole like the whole thing looked sweet. Like I don't know if it was just me, but like the way the crowd was lit, the way they lit the ring during the introductions for like title matches, it was like blue. Do you remember that? Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that was sweet. Their cost, like their gear, was. I mean, to be ex- to be expected for a women's uh, an all women's pay per view, the gear was on point. Yeah. I mean, everybody. Yeah, they had fashion. Yeah. Fashionistas. Seriously, everybody, everybody was dressed just dressed to the nines. <laughs> there was lots of sequence going on. Everybody was shining, flashing. Probably going insane. He was the only guy that you ever saw at the entire thing. I mean, apart from audience members, the only guy involved with WWE that you ever saw. Yeah, I think you're right. Except Triple H, right? Came out for the May Young ceremony. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. He did. And he, he came with some other woman that I didn't know who it was. Nope, mystery woman in the corner with the flowers. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know who that was. I thought I just assumed it was Steph. I didn't even look at her, and then all of a sudden I was like, whoa, that's not Steph. <clears throat> so yeah. then, uh, moving on, Raw and SmackDown, uh, like you said at the top of the hour, is go-home shows, and not much there. They, they both kind of sucked. So let's, let's just hit some high points. Yeah, they both did really suck. Um... One thing we got announced was Rousey versus Becky announced for for Survivor Series. They announced that on Raw. Did they? Yep. That's how much Raw sucked. I completely missed the good spots. Yeah, well, they just announced it. Like, we got a little video of them, like, talking at some kind of award ceremony or I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, I saw that where they just kept calling each other champ. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, they announced that match. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch at Survivor Series. Um, so how does that even work? Is that like a champion versus champion match? Like, you mean winner take all? Is that what it is? No, I it, doubt it. It's just whatever happens happens, and titles don't matter. Yeah, I think it's just up in the Raw versus SmackDown feud for the tenth year in a row for Survivor Series. Okay. The last good Survivor Series, I will say, was Invasion Survivor Series, whereas <laughs> WCW, ECW, otherwise known as the Alliance versus WWE, and I believe whoever lost the main event of that match, everyone in their fucking industry was out of a job. <laughs> really? Yeah. They, yeah. they set the bar high. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, they, um, besides that... Um, they wrote, uh, John Cena out of the World Cup. Yep. Just Did a flip-flop. Uh, yeah, they just, they, the, all the story was, was, uh, Lashley kicked, uh, whose ass did Lashley kick? Oh, Lashley, Lashley oh. kicked Finn Balor's ass, and, uh, <laughs> that big goof Baron Gorbin thought it was pretty sweet. 
So he he was like, thanks for whooping his ass. You know what? You're in. John Cena's fucking out. Deal with it. Yeah, he said Cena didn't earn it or something. Yeah, so that's that's. I mean, wasn't much to it, but yeah, Cena's not going to the, not going to Saudi Arabia for all the controversy. Yeah. Bad PR for the Cena name. Yep. So he ain't going. Got a lot of morning talk shows to hit up. That would be pretty upset if he went to Saudi Arabia. Yep. Yep. Other than that, I love... I still dig in the Dean heel turn a lot. Yeah, he came out. uh, So Seth called him out. Seth came out, called out Dean. And Dean came in solo through the crowd. And just sat in the crowd. You know, sat uh, right right where you come in the crowd from buying your popcorn, chips, hot dogs, beer, whatever you want. Yep. And I uh, grabbed a microphone, and Seth kept getting angry as he asked him questions, and Dean just kept giving him a silent treatment. Yeah, just stare downs. With a fresh fade. He was looking mean. <laughs> yeah, he did have a fresh fade going. <laughs> he was looking mean as fuck. But yeah, I, I'm just, I'm all about it. Like, I just, like, last, not this Raw, with the last one when he did the turn, like, right before it happened, I was like, oh, please do it right now. Because, you know, like, you weren't really expecting it because it was kind of a feel-good night for the Roman Reigns thing. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean, like, you thought it was going to be a feel-good moment. Yeah. Something with, for support. Yeah, with, like, them winning the titles, I'm like, oh, yeah, do it right now. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm still, I'm still digging it. I thought that was a great decision. Um, they had a Dean, or they had a, oh yeah, they did have a, they did have a DX, Brothers of Destruction thing. Yeah. <clears throat> didn't, didn't do much, it was a classic, um, Kane and Undertaker came out, started, started talking, and then Triple H, the DX music hits, Triple H comes out, where's Shawn Michaels? Triple H says, oh yeah, hey, let me, let me get Shawn. And he turns around. And acts like he's waving Shawn Michaels in. And then what do you know? Shawn Michaels comes in from behind into the ring. Uh, hits Undertaker with the sweet chin music. And uh, after he runs over with Triple H and they're on the ramp. And then Undertaker sits up in classic Undertaker fashion. fashion and then DX retreats. So classic go home show antics. Yep. But I don't know. I'm just like I'm just so surprised that like Shawn Michaels return like this is what it came to. It's kind of weird, but I mean, it's logical. You know, they're trying to get other big like not, he's not the only one who is going out the door or is already out the door. Yeah, but I mean, just like his big return like happened to be at this pay per view that everybody's shitting on and. Like, it just sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, I I think he'll do another match, too, you know? Oh, yeah, I think so, too. There's too many matches that, like, who doesn't want to see, like, him versus AJ or... Him versus anyone. I'll take it, dude. It's HBK. Yeah. But wouldn't you be super excited if it was somebody who was still doing it every week, like a younger guy? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, too. That's what I'm thinking. So that, that for me, pretty much uh, was raw. Yeah, 
that's it for me too. Yeah, I mean, I like the, I like the, uh, the Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins segment. Other than that, eh, SmackDown was kind of the same way. It started out with a bang. Oh yeah, seriously, that's another uh, something you probably should have expected but didn't expect. Because Daniel Bryan also is not going to Controversy City for Crown Jewel. Yep, Daniel Bryan also written out of WWE Crown Jewel. This thing's falling apart. <laughs> going to hell in a handbasket. He really is. Um, but yeah, Brian, er, who started in the ring? Oh, AJ started AJ in the ring. AJ called out Brian. Yep. And then they says... They start to actually show a little bit of animosity. It's about fucking time. I want a hell of a lot more of that. Yeah, yeah, they did. And then Shane interrupts for no reason. He's like, you know what? We're going to have this match tonight. Right now. Yep. Okay, it's a WWE title match. You're, you're ruining your own pay-per-view and kayfabe. <laughs> yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Shane. Ruin daddy's business. Yep, so they write Brian out of the story by having the AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan match for the title at SmackDown instead of Crown Jewel. Not even the main event, the start of the show. They just started it right off. Yep. And that was, I mean, it was a great fucking match. Like, I was disappointed. They set up for the, uh, looked like there was going to be a Styles Clash off of the second rope. Do you remember that part? Yeah. I wish that would have happened. Seriously. But, uh, Danny Bryan reversed it into some kind of Frankensteiner or something, if I remember right. But, yeah, that yeah, it's, it's something weird. That was a really good, a good match. match. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And then Joe, Samoa Joe interrupts at the end. They're having some kind of like, didn't they have like a moment of respect between AJ and Daniel Bryan at the end? Yeah, shook hands and then Joe came in blindsided. Blindsided and attacked AJ. And then uh, Bryan even tried to help on AJ's behalf and Joe just starts choking out Bryan too. Put them both to sleep. Yep. And Bryan was already injured from the match. A lot of, a lot of knee work that AJ did. During the slower parts of the match. Yep. So I think we forgot to mention AJ won the match, retained the title before all this happened. Yeah, be a calf crusher. Yep. Um, but yeah, so they just re they just fire up the Joe AJ thing real quick, get that rolling again, and then later on they uh AJ says he wants a match with Joe. Which I guess kinda makes sense, but why would you put your title on the line? I don't know about that. That's that's just uh, WWE having a little harder time covering up that 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 oopsie whoopsie of the week. Yeah, there's been, there was a lot of whoopsies this week. <laughs> a good week to debut our, our new segment. <laughs> yeah, a lot of whoopsies this week. We, we gotta get some wacky sounded imaging or something for, oh, for yeah. this going forward. Yeah, I'm working on some uh, prediction imaging right now. Hopefully, it'll be up for this episode for our crown jewel predictions. Hell yeah. And then we'll introduce um, Whoopsie of the Week from uh, yeah. from. Uh, uh, other than that, on SmackDown, I got I gotta mention the uh, Hallow's Eve Trick or Street fight. Yep. That that was my favorite part of the entire SmackDown, including the championship match. <laughs> uh, Ed, or uh, New Day came out as the Brood. 
Yeah. What'd you think of that? How old school is that stable? Yeah, that was no, that was cool. I thought it was a sweet reference. That's straight out of '98, man. Yeah, that's Gangrel, Edge, and Christian for you young bucks. Yeah, they had Gangrel. The... For those who don't know, he's just a typical '90s gimmick wrestler. He's a vampire. Yep, and he had the he drank the blood out of like a was it a wine glass or like a gauntlet or like a got what do they call those things? A goblet. A goblet. Was that what he carried around? Yeah. Yep. And they had they had some of the red mist there that night. Oh yeah. Big Good show. Morning, Big show got hit with the red mist. He was about to uh, double choke slam on Kofi and uh, Xavier, and Xavier hit him with it. And then uh, Big E ended up hitting Cesaro with it. It was Big E versus Cesaro in the street fight match. Uh, Big E ends up hitting Cesaro Cesaro with the red mist, and then does a uh, his finisher. The what is it called? The big ending. Uh, yeah. Does, hits the big ending and he wins. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, it was a, it was really, it was hardcore as fuck for 2018 and for like just a normal SmackDown. Yeah, I liked how they kept using the pumpkins. Yeah, there, there was pumpkin, there was carved pumpkins strewn all over the, all over the ring. This isn't your average street fight. And yeah, they were, they were. <laughs> They, they were smashing pumpkins in there, man. Oh, yeah. It was, it was fantastic. It really it was festive in a good way. It really was. And there was another whoopsie in that one when uh, <laughs> when Kofi was leaving the ring. He tripped over a skeleton and, like, fell. Did you catch that? I didn't. Yeah, uh, Corey kept talking about it. Oh, God. But, yeah, no, that was a good match. Other than that, it really went downhill. Yeah. The main uh, event was uh, Jeff Hardy and uh, Ray Ray versus The Miz and Randy Orton, and that was just short and way too classic of a go home. Yeah, that that definitely didn't do it for me. No. There was a corny segment. God, do you remember the segment where Shane McMahon was talking to all of them? Uh, pep talk like coach. Yep, and then you end up throwing in a stipulation where whoever makes it to the finals, if they don't win for SmackDown Live, then they no longer have a home on SmackDown Live. They're fired. Damn it. I hate I hate corporate shame. Yeah. Not corporate shame, but like, you know, super heel shame. Yeah. So somebody's making a switch to uh, Raw, apparently. That's that's wild, man. You know, you know what I hate about Shane? His squirrel cheeks. <laughs> Besides that, what? He just comes out. Uh, what's up? What's up, random city? Yeah, pandering. And then, yeah, they they get a pop. He's like, right back at you, random city. I'm glad to be here. Just like. Fuck you, dude. You sound like a customer service rep. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Shane. I hate when he comes out and runs on the runs around the stage there and hits his chest like a baseball player. And, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know when I turned on Shane, but I can't deal with Shane anymore. It was when it, when he took over SmackDown for me. Yeah, when he was with Brian. 
the squirrel yeah, and the, that, the squirrel that was and the a hamster. Duo. I'm so glad that duo's dead. Yep. I also thought to myself, like they showed Paige backstage at one point, and I thought to myself, like in kayfabe, that she's got to be absolutely livid that Shane just walks waltzes in, completely strips Crown Jewel of its one of its main events to put at the top of her show for no fucking reason, thinking that he's something special because he's daddy's boy, you know. Yeah, like both on both sides. If you think in terms of kayfabe, like it, neither of them really made sense. No, the one with no. the one with Cena really didn't make sense. It was like, like, you, like you brought it up. Like, so Vince doesn't have anything to say about this. Like, yeah. you're just gonna take John Cena, the biggest star they got, out <laughs> of the pay per view, and Daddy doesn't, or Vin, Vinny Mac don't care. My ass. Yeah, yeah. Corbin gets away with it somehow. Or Shane gets away with it. Either of the two. Yeah, well, the, I think I think that's about it. About it from SmackDown, right? Yeah. So we need to do our uh, prediction show for Crown Jewel real quick. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I predict predictions. Predictions. I predict. to update after two pay-per-views I'm sitting at 11 for 17 and you are at 10 for 17 oh so it's a close race it's a close race I was going to say this last at Evolution you beat me by one match yeah I made some horrible decisions I do that a lot I make a lot of bad decisions I know they're not good decisions but I like to try some crazy shit hell yeah might as well yeah I mean, you picked Nia Jax to win that Royal Rumble or that Battle Royal, and she did. I picked Peyton yeah, Royce, and she was. I've ever gotten a Battle Royal, right? Yeah, that's hard. I think I got. I will have to look back, but I got one of them right this year too. Yeah, you got a women's, the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, you got Oscar right earlier this year. Yep. I picked. Yeah, you 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 picked dead on, and I picked literally the first person that got knocked out. <laughs> like as soon, as soon as Peyton Royce and Billy Kay did their heel promo at the beginning, I was like, "Everybody's gonna gang up on them and throw them out of the ring." Yep, it always happens. Yep, but oh well. So WWE Crown Jewel this Friday, 11 a.m. I believe Central Time, um, in Saudi Arabia. Lots of controversy behind this one. It's gonna it's gonna feel dirty. It's Jeddah again? Um, no. It is... They keep... They, they When they used to say it... Oh, Riyadh or something? Riyadh? Riyadh? Yeah. Um, so... Oh, I didn't even know about this. Okay. So, on the pre-show, we got Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev. Singles match for the WWE United States Championship. Yeah, we didn't touch on Shinsuke. He had a match of some sort that I didn't watch on SmackDown. He had a match with uh, R-Truth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, he he won. R-Truth does a sick corkscrew uh, elbow or something. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That thing is sweet. 
Yeah, I remember that it used to be on the video games back when we played the wrestling video games. Nice. So yeah, Shinsuke versus Rusev, U.S. title. Who you got? That's on the pre-show. Yep, apparently. And we're and we're are we watching the pre-show? We're we're doing we're doing pre-show predictions. I don't know. We might as well. I didn't even know about it, so I just figured I'd bring it up. Fuck <laughs> it. You say Shinsuke Rusev? Yeah. Uh, hang on, let me write this up. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'll pick first, I'm gonna go Shinsuke, I'm, I'm leaning towards this one, this one isn't gonna be a whole lot of title changes, I think they're gonna kinda house show this one. Uh, part of me wants to go Rusev, cause I think he's gonna, that, that'd be a nice, nice new route for him. I mean, you never know, dude. But yeah, you're right with the predictability. So I'm gonna go Shinsuke. It's on the pre-show. I don't think they do that on the pre-show. Okay, so we're both going Shinsuke. Um, I'll go. I don't know what I don't know what order Wiki has them in, so I'm gonna change it up. Next, I'm gonna go the Bar Cesaro and Sheamus versus the New Day uh, tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Your pick. Uh, just a normal tag team match? Yep. Uh. And remember, the Bar's the champions now. Oh, they are? Yep, because of the big show. And how we time champs, champs, are, uh, <laughs> New Day? Four time, four right? Four time champs? Yeah, four time champs. Alright, I'll stick with the Bar then. I, too, am going to stick with the bar. They don't just set the bar. They are the bar. They are the bar. I I think they need to get... Have they done something with the Usos? The bar? I mean, yeah, but I don't think... I don't know. Like, directly? I don't know. It's always the bar, Usos, and New Day. Yeah. I I think if they haven't, they should they should start swinging that way. Alright, next I'll go AJ versus Samoa. Singles match for the WWE Championship. AJ Styles current champion, Samoa Joe the challenger. Uh, it's my pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go AJ here for sure. Ooh. I I can't, I can't be can't be copied you all night. I've always been known to go Samoa. <laughs> you've you've strongly gone Samoa. For the last like six months, <laughs> but this, this is a last minute match, man. I got, I can't do it. No, I can't do it. Maybe I will during the during the card, but not for my show predictions. I gotta go boring AJ. I mean, AJ's not boring. But it's just a predictable pick. Yeah. No, I think you're. I think I think you gotta go AJ here. Um. Then we'll go DX versus Brothers of Destruction. Oh, t- that's an interesting one. In a tag team, this is interesting. In a tag team match. Uh, who's it's your pick? Uh, God damn! I mean, this I, I you got you got to imagine Triple H is gonna make this no DQ or some shit. Yeah, but he did do that last time, so maybe they wouldn't do that. I don't know. Uh, I got I gotta go, Kaner and Taker. All right. Well, we'll disagree on this one. I was leaning towards DX again. 
So I'll go, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go DX for the interest of competition. Nice. Um. Then we got Brock versus Strowman for the vacated uh, uni- Universal Championship. This is this is another one that could go either way. Who's back? Yours? Yep. I think. I don't know. I'm gonna go Brock. I too am going with the Bork Laser Man. Yep. I don't know. I think. Uh, like like you mentioned one time, and a lot of people think maybe uh, what's his name, Drew McIntyre, will cost uh, Strowman the title. Yeah, and, and then yeah, they, for sure. And then they can kind of go off that for a while. I really think uh, Vince wants to wants to ha- wants Brock to have that title for when he goes to UFC. Yeah, same here. Paul Paul Heyman has kept hitting that in shit. So I, I think that's a legit thing. So the only thing left is the um, the World Cup tournament. So we'll do the Raw side first. You got Seth versus Bobby. Yeah, I was wondering how we are going to do this. It's tournament style. Well, I guess we'll have to go. I'll have to go through it. Or It's your pick, so you just do the tournament first. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, the whole kid caboodle? Do the whole thing. And this this is just best in the world. Yeah, this is apparently the best in the world. Yes. Like you, they, they don't get a title shot or anything from this. Nope, just a trophy. That is cheap as hell. And can you run through the the competitors? Yeah. So on the raw side, how do you, how do you want to do it? Go go pick the raw matches, then pick the SmackDown, and go from there. I guess. Okay, so. Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. Who you got there? Rollins. Kurt Angle versus Dolph Ziggler. Hey God. This is Angle the... and Ziggler. Yeah, this one was hard for me to pick. Oh fuck. Ziggler. Okay. Um. So then you'll have Ziggler versus Seth. Yep. Ooh, that is interesting. Seth. All right. SmackDown side, you got Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. Miz. And then you got Ray Ray versus Orton. Ray. I'm oh. Set. All right. So then you'll have The Miz versus Ray Ray. So then you'll have Miz versus Seth in the final. And I say Seth and Miz takes his ass back to Raw. That's not a bad that's not bad at all. Rollins gets best in the world, and maybe Dean comes out and spoils his party or some shit. Yep. Yeah, that's a hell of a that's a I did my bracket before this SmackDown thing, but I'm gonna stick with it. So I had, in Seth versus Bobby, I had Seth. Uh, Kurt versus Dolph, I had Kurt. That's where we differ there. Interesting. Seth versus Kurt, I had Seth. So we both wind up with Seth in the final. Okay. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus The Miz, I had The Miz as well. Rey Mysterio versus Orton, I had Orton. Uh, 
Um, so Miz versus Orton. I had uh, Orton winning that. Seth versus Orton. And Seth wins. So we both have Seth winning it all, huh? Yep. That's wild. I think they're like, I think, it, yeah, I think that makes sense, though. For sure. I mean, I don't know who else it would be. I, I mean, I could kind of see it being Orton. I, I, I could see it being Miz. Yeah. Or- no, because no, Miz always cheats. He can't choose way for three matches in one night. That'd be absurd. Yeah. So I don't think it's a terrible prediction. Yeah, like you said, I can see it being Orton too, for sure. But yeah, I, I like your style, man. Yep. I don't know how Kurt's gonna beat Dolph, and I don't know. I kind of forgot about his old age. I don't know if they put him through two matches in one night. <laughs> That's a tired hot dog. <laughs> that is a that is a tired old hot dog. Did I ever tell you about? We went to a wedding uh, a month or so ago. Well, early October, I believe. And uh, yeah. we were leaving the wedding at like midnight-ish. And I went to a gas station probably 1230-ish. And there were still hot dogs on the rollers. Little Kurt Angles rolling around. So I was like, hey, how old are these hot dogs? And she just kind of gave me this weird look. And I was like, can you still eat them? And she's like, yeah, I think so. So I ate a gas. I swear to God, I ate a gas station hot dog at twelve thirty a.m. It was a big risk. That's a big risk too. Yeah, but I mean, people, I see people doing that at the Seven Eleven out here all times of the day, man. True, but you live in a bigger city. Yeah, we weren't even in Peoria. We were in a smaller city. Where are you at? Uh, Springfield. Oh. Or outside of Springfield, Peoria's yeah. bigger than Springfield, right? Huh? Peoria's bigger than Springfield, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. It was like outside of Springfield, though. I mean, it was definitely it was a sh- it was a shady ass hot dog, dude. <laughs> it was it was a big risk. They didn't even make me pay for it. Oh man. They were like, you just take just that. They, yeah, they were like, you just take that. Good luck. But yeah, that's, that, that's, that's an angle. That's an angle dog. Yep. If he goes through two matches, that's what he'll taste like afterwards. <laughs> Seriously. So that was Crown Jewel. The Wean Wolf are watching it uh, tomorrow. Probably. Oh, yeah. Uh, Texas Tan Man's going to join me as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Hell yeah. I got a matchup in our fantasy league against the Texas Tan Man this week. <laughs> nice. Tippy Toe. Tippy Toe. Hell yeah. Um, uh, yeah, might as well do a quick update. Uh, I got a got a match with Nerf Herders, a Mountain Division match. Okay. We got some uh, top seeds on the line here. Yep, I'm me and Jason are fighting in the in the dumpster. <laughs> we're we're yep. we're both fighting for playoff spots. We're fucking terrible. It's all right. It's. Just enough time to make a run. I believe uh, in our league we have five weeks left. Seriously, I had my first, I had my second win last last week. Big win for me. And then I went. I'm, pick- a, I'm <laughs> like the Bears sitting at an unstable five and four and three or something like that. I think I'm five and three because you know the Bears had a buy and we don't. Yep, I am uh, two and six. 
So it's been a, it's been the worst season of my career. My wor- <laughs> it's been uh, the Cafeteria Kings' worst season in the MF- MMFL history. But uh, I got my first win, and then I started throwing Hail Marys. I picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, we're just, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. We're just going for anything at this point. I, I saw you got someone on the waiver wire yesterday. Who was that? I, I never heard of him before. Who? I, it just Fitzmagic. Someone else I thought, too, though. It could have been last week. I, I've been doing a lot of waiver wire. Okay. Yeah, I was, uh, all I was thinking was Fitzmagic's in the air because they're throwing up bombs. Oh yeah, I'm just throwing Hail Marys. Holy shit, I only got 1% battery left, brah. Oh, fuck. So before we leave, we need that 30 second Bulls update. Okie doke. Bulls fans. Bulls fans. 30 second Bulls update. Bulls fans. It's not been a good week for the Bulls. Nope. Last night was pretty interesting, though. They, they took uh, my uh, current hometown Denver Nuggets to the wire. Took them to overtime. But uh, Denver Nuggets ended up winning. Before that, they played Golden State in Chicago. Uh, had Golden State had 92 points, 92 to 50 at halftime. Clay Thompson had an NBA high 14 three-pointers. Woo! Couple of losses. I don't know their record currently, but I'd say two and six. Either that or two and seven. Right on track for thirty-seven forty-five. Oh yeah, I'll be perfect. Yep, you're still looking good. Yep. So he, you said that was a record. He scored fifty points like in three quarters. Yeah, fifty-two <sighs> points in three quarters, and like Levitard said, he's done that shit before. That's insane. But yeah, that, that's that's the NBA. LeBron's LeBron's team is not much better than the Bulls still, so don't feel too bad. What are they at? I think they just got a win last night, so they're probably like three and six. I, I know they were both sitting at two and five a couple of days ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that'll separate eventually. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll give you a jingle tomorrow when we want to watch this thing. Are you available at like 6 p.m. Central, so 5 p.m. Denver? That's why I was quoting Jay at to, for the start time. So cool. I know you want to do it early. Cool. Yeah, just let me know when he's there. We don't have to do it right at 6. I got I to gotta, uh, track Wolf down anyway. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll get that shit squared away. All right, dude. Well, I'll talk to all right, well, my phone's about to die. I will talk, we'll put a bow on this, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, night, night. Night, night. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.